Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the awesome cast. We are back in the studio. Rob's back on Skype. Chachi's back on the couch. It's great to be back in the studio where we have a little bit of control over things a little bit. Um, of course, uh, with me, as usual, is my trusty sidekick, Rob De La Creta. How you doing? Or am I your sidekick? I can't remember how that goes. I, 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 I think it's a loving relationship in oh. which we are each other's sidekicks. So we're more like the Wonder Twins. No, you should my- be... My broadcasting life partner. <laughs> you guys are partners in crime. There's no. Partners. Partners it, in, I don't well, know. in this it's case, so it were played though. Well, um, you're not sidekicks because partners, you're partners. Partners and awesome. Partners, 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 partners and awesome. awesome. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. Um, but but speaking of crime, I should mention as I, I I'm probably going to be coughing a little bit, and uh, <clears throat> you're going to hear me clearing my throat a lot because. <laughs> Funny story. So I was making fireballs earlier today. <laughs> um, I'm the only one that can start a, a show with that. <laughs> so I was making fireballs today at work. I'm, I'm going to tell you kids about an awesome little science experiment you can do that I do not condone and that no one should ever do. Um, so you know those air duster things, those like canned air things? Oh, I love where this is going. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm so making you get, fireballs like, a, you get, at like work. A, a container to hold some water. You turn the duster upside down so the frozen stuff comes out, and you spray that into the into the water. You like hold it above the water a little bit, otherwise the tip will freeze into a block of ice. But so you hold it above the water a little bit, and you spray the frozen stuff on it, and eventually it'll create a little bit of ice that kind of boils in the water, and then hold the flame over that, and you'll create a gigantic flaming, hilarious fireball. Uh, if you do this, do not breathe in. At all. Jeez, man. <laughs> because, so, uh, I was doing this, and I've done this before, and it wasn't that, that bad, but I did it today, and I incidentally set half of a desk on fire right next to a $30,000 machine. So, bad so, situation gone terribly wrong. So, so when you need to blow out a fire, what you have to do first is inhale, and I wasn't aware that the <laughs> gas cloud that this thing creates is, like, four times the size of the flame. So, I breathed in, like, fire, and then ran out of the room to get water and ran back in to see somebody else try and do the exact same thing, <laughs> which resulted in two people standing around a fire trying to cough it out. Wow, you just you just you just gave a reason for all the safety videos that I do. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so so do not do that. And if you do do that, you're a complete moron. Just, <laughs> just, don't, just don't breathe it in. It's really like, cool. Just like, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me not to attempt to make the fireball or not to uh, to uh, inhale the fumes? I'm saying that anyone who does it, including me, is a complete idiot if they were to do it. And if they were to do it and they choose to be an idiot, they should not breathe in the fumes or they'll be a dead idiot. Oh, okay. 
Because you realize that if I don't have any meetings after work tomorrow, oh, I'm completely doing this. I'm scheduling you for a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> well, now that we're done with our safety tip, our our guest joining us uh, this week, uh, he's uh, well, I guess you're the proprietor of fourorchestra.com, I think we can call you. Uh, Walt Ribeiro, how you doing? Hey man, what's up? Yeah, that's a that's a good title. Uh, I'm just I'm still trying to take in the whole fireball story. I think it's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's not what you expected coming onto a tech show, huh? <laughs> no, it's not. But it's better than talking about you know some of the you know, like like it's like it's better than talking about most tech stuff that people talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a nice break from you know reality for a minute. You know? Oh, it was reality. I felt the reality inside my body. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, I guess uh, first, you know, let's get into the uh, fourorchestra.com, a pretty cool concept. Uh, you know, tell everybody what, what it's about for those that haven't checked it out yet. Oh, so basically we take pop songs and we arrange them for orchestra. So uh, we've done everything from Lady Gaga to Pearl Jam to Radiohead to Miley Cyrus. Uh, we've done, you know, some of your favorites like the Backstreet Boys and Justin oh. Bieber. Oh, excellent. Uh, Chachi will be pleased. I am yeah. super pleased. Uh, no, so, you know, we've taken all of their songs, you know, like major repertoire, and we've turned them into, uh, you know, full 120-piece orchestrations. And, you know, we sell the sheet music. It's available on iTunes and Amazon. Uh, you know, people are performing them. So it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of fun. Fantastic. Now, the, now these are you know for you know pretty much. Wait like, a second. Let me just put on headphones. Here. Okay. Oh, he left. Um, yeah. yeah, we're here. Let me go like <laughs> Poof, he's gone. Rizzo, no, we didn't join us for the pre-show. We've had a, a horrendous time trying to get uh, Walt uh, uh, on. Skype is not cooperating with us tonight. Uh, that's why he, he's in this little window back here. That, that's that's uh, a Google Chat. So I want to give a shout for them for actually working where Skype won't on the Mac. Um, so thankfully I, I figured out how to crop a shot. So he looks halfway decent there. There you go. Now you, well, if, now you well, look like if a there's, well, if there's any, uh, if there's any time that you should have troubleshooting and that you know how to fix it, it's during a tech show. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. This yeah. seems to be where we have the most problem. It seems, uh, wrestling show smooth. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> back to it. All right. So, so, uh, how 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 are you able to uh, do all these covers uh, in orchestral fashion? I, I mean, it, it, you know, especially today where we're talking about, you know, especially on this show, rights management, fair use, and everything. Are, are you guys going out and license these from everybody, or is there some kind of like uh, cover provision? Uh, so there's a company that's called Harry Fox that I do all of my publishing and my arranging through. And, um, you know, the way that it works is that when I make an arrangement, I have to give 9.1 cents, give or take about 9 cents per arrangement, uh, per sale goes to them. So if I sell a song for a dollar on iTunes, then Lady Gaga gets 9 cents for every dollar that I make, which is fine with me because mm -hmm. she created it. So she should be compensated for it too. So that, so that, that's how the licensing works. And, you know, every couple of years, like they like they renegotiate the contracts, but that's the basis of the, uh, you know, of the foundation of the licensing of it. So it's all legit. But nice, nice. That now per sale, that that's uh, that sounds like really low, especially considering what we hear about the music industry. Right, right. So there's so well there's so there's different licenses. There's you know you can get the license uh, to to put the music on a piece of film. Mm -hmm. You can get. So the the license to get the arrangement in film is different than the license to to sell the arrangement on on iTunes, which is different than the license 
to print the sheet music, which is different than the license to have it play on the card when you open it up and the, you know, Hallmark card starts playing music. Like, those are all different licenses. So, um, but I, I generally concentrate on the Harry Fox uh, mechanical license. Excellent. Without getting too complicated. Excellent. Uh, of course, uh, we, we were actually talking about this a little bit before the show, too. Uh, I think Rob and I have both met you first uh, back at, I think it was PodCamp Pittsburgh 3, if I recall. Yeah. Um, yep. You were doing a session on, um, uh, I, I can't remember the title, but it was a, it was about how, how you just kind of, uh, I, I guess uh, you could say, forsook it, forsake everything and, and just went for your dream and, uh, and and went independent and it, with, with your website and everything. Can you kind of give us uh, the 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 Cliff Notes version of, of how that how that goes? Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, as you know from back in Podcast uh, Pittsburgh three, I used to teach the music show. I had uh, it was syndicated. I was I still am a YouTuber, so I was getting paid for that. I had my show on Revision three. Uh, I was on the Ustream partner program. Uh, I was doing a lot of different stuff. And so what happened is that when the economy started going down, then people started dropping their paid partners. So you, so you know, Ustream had to drop people. I was one of them. Rev3 had to drop a couple channels. I was one of them. I'm sure it was like a, like a huge story a couple of years ago when they had to drop a bunch of their channels. Um, so all this stuff started happening. And then I was obviously making less money. And it was, and that, and then also the combination that all, all I wanted to do was just teach music. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. So when I was becoming more of a video editor and less of, 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 of a music educator, then that's when it stopped being fun to me. I, it was at the point where I was editing video 12 hours a day. So I was like, you know what? I don't really want to do this show anymore. You know, things are dropping. I, I, I'm so passionate about the orchestra. That's all I really care about. That's actually what I, what I, what I went to school for. Um, so then that's when I kind of said to myself, well, there's no time better than the present than, uh, you know, just to jump ship and then try and start something new. So that's, so that's, that's what I did. And then, you know, so that's what I do now. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. Excellent. So how did that transition go? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, from from the show to to the orchestra thing. Uh, so until recently, maybe until maybe like four four months ago or so, uh, all the transition happened slowly. I I started, you know, doing less and less YouTube videos, doing more and more blog posts for full orchestra, doing more arrangements. I started, uh, you know, slow like slowly notifying my community that if you're on the mailing list for my music show, I'm going to now only talk about my my orchestrations. There was all this like little stuff here and there, but for the most part, it's went it's went kind of smoothly. Um, I noticed that they want to play guitar and that they're really passionate about maybe learning guitar and that they don't want to be, I guess, kind of spammed or switched onto the the uh, the music arrangement stuff. But most of them have been extremely supportive, so you know that's been cool because I don't know I, I uploaded a lot of video tutorials for them to learn from, so I think that you know more so than just, um, you know, get their music lesson. I think that they were really kind of becoming my friend, you know? So they didn't really mind so much about hearing about the orchestrations. They just kind of wanted to keep on hearing back from me. At least I feel like that's, you know, what it was. Because it, it was it was a tight it was a tight community, and it still is. Excellent, excellent. Uh, is mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, you're, you're a guy that I know is uh, uh, really big at integrating social media and such. 
it, it, and I, you know, I know music is a huge thing out there. You know, there's definitely a, a big, you know, you can find your niches in there. Uh, how is it for like this orchestral? Well, what are you getting more? I guess would be the question. Uh, uh, people coming from the orchestral appreciation, or 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 people coming from the hey Pearl Jam. I wonder how that's going to sound. Maybe the people that are into the Metallica S and M stuff. Absolutely, number two. Like almost like a hundred percent of my people are not classical uh, people, mm-hmm. which is is fine. It's I, you know I don't really target to you know to a classical audience anyway. So if you're a huge Pearl Jam fan, and you know you hear that someone arrived, that someone arranged Even Flow for orchestra, <laughs> you would be crazy about it. You know it's something new, it's something fresh. Um, so it's it's so it's easier to convert the Pearl Jam people onto the orchestrations than it is to convert the people who love Beethoven to start listening to Pearl Jam. Well, that's something I, I know, uh, Chachi, you're not, you and I have uh, attended here uh, when they've come to Pittsburgh, the video games live uh, that, that's come around. It, it seems like kind right. of the same crossover effect. Right. Uh, it's people that normally wouldn't be interested in going to see an orchestra live, mm-hmm. going out to see an orchestra live because it's something else that they're a big fan of and that's the the scores from video games yeah yeah and we, we see some people there like 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 older folks that i think like have their you know season pass to the orchestra that seemed to right. be uh at those too and it was it was a really cool to see you know yeah and again i think what you said like 80 percent are, are coming from the mainstream you know pro jam fans and such it seemed like the same thing on the video game yeah. side but uh, but it was video a- games live is an awesome, awesome thing. That, oh, was, yeah. uh, that was actually started by Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. He, he um he was big on G four. I, I don't know if you guys watched G four. Yeah, he was um, on uh on un- uh, underground. Walt were nerds. Yeah, well, <laughs> 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 we were we were highly aware of that. <coughs> yes, we watched there, we watched G four. <laughs> There's a television show called G, you know, there's a television channel that used to be called Tech TV. You guys should check it out. <laughs> they now are on three different online networks, but other than that, um, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, well, I think it was uh, Electric Playground, if I recall. Yeah, that was a great show, and I always loved it because he was somebody that was like, oh, I work in in the in the business and, and talked about the music you know he would always bring that angle on it and i think they still do shows i i don't know if he's particularly involved but i know the other guy from that uh, i think they do some programming for for canada uh because they still have like a g4 tech tv up there i don't know how yeah that it happened. was it was the other guy it was like kind of like the dirty blonde hair dude um <laughs> right i mean like he like they wasn't blonde maybe he was blonde i don't know but it was but it was tommy he was the dark haired dude and then it was the other guy uh, with the blonde hair or something. I mean, it wasn't, you know, like, whatever. He but was, it was, he was, that, he but was it the was straight man too. of the show, I remember. <laughs> excellent. Well, excellent. Uh, you know, hey, Walt, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I hope everybody gets a By chance. By the way, I've, oh, never, yeah. I've, never, I've never referenced a dude as, as having dirty blonde hair. In <laughs> this is an unusual thing that, that you picked. Now, you, you moved to New York uh, uh, in, within the past, like, year or so, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been in Manhattan for uh, almost as soon as I. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I've been there since uh, for two for for about two years now. So I was here for like the first maybe like eight months or so that I was here. I was teaching the music lesson show, mm-hmm. and then for the for the next year and a half, I was doing four orchestra. 
How's that transition? Because I know you used to live in Philadelphia, and then we, we've always we've we've been visiting uh, New York City here and there, and always wondered about uh you know if we could move from Pittsburgh to there and really kind of handle it. Yeah, I'm still laughing about how I said dirty black. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the tra- well, what you're asking about the transition from Pittsburgh to Manhattan? Yeah, that would be possible. Yeah. Yeah, well, so when I well, I was living in in Philadelphia at the time when I first started the show about three years ago, mm-hmm. and the reason why I moved up to Manhattan is because uh, well, obviously I was making you know good money from do, from doing the show and syndicating it and you know sponsors and, and the whole thing, so I moved from Philly to Manhattan. But the, but the reason why I moved to Manhattan not, it wasn't just because I could, uh, it was because most of my sponsors were in Manhattan too. So it was like. You know, all like the Gibsons and, you know, all those guys, they were all main, they were all mainly based, um, you know, around this, like around this like geographic location, like whether it was Boston or here or Philadelphia. So I knew I wanted to be in kind of the center of it. And then, uh, I, I was going, I was, I was going to Manhattan about maybe three, about three times a week, maybe two or three times a week. And the price that I was paying for transportation and hotels and staying over and the, and the whole thing was just doing a lot for me financially and, physically on my body so it just made sense for me to just live up here and so then uh when you like when you start living in a big city you start obviously spending more money because everything's more expensive but you start making more money because everything is within a jump hop skip from you i mean you know i'm 15 block i was at that point you know 15 20 blocks away from all the my you know sponsors and all the major expos and all the trade shows and the whole thing so uh when you start getting into that mentality not only is the pit is would be the is the move from Philly to Manhattan possible or Pittsburgh to Manhattan possible, but it's absolutely doable and it's almost vital for the success of a, a feel for a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been a debate we've had for a long time here because I you know like we we uh, often have a lot of uh, local entrepreneurs in here in Pittsburgh and that's been the debate of you know. Uh, so, some guys out there are like, well, you need to get the heck out of Pittsburgh. You need to go to uh, California. You got to go to New York if you expect to make it. But, you know, kind of that argument of, you know, there's a really good community here. I guess it really depends on you doing, especially you, uh, you know, dealing with uh, sponsors the way you did in the uh, for your projects. Uh, you know, that makes a lot more sense for you for a move like that. And it's not like Philly's that far away from New York either. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it's well, I mean, people do it out of Pittsburgh, you know, all like all the time. I mean, you I mean, you live in Idaho and still make it work. Mm-hmm. You just have to get out of your um, computer and, and you know go to the trade shows, go to the meetings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fly across the country, make it happen. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I think where you're based, it matters where where you go. You know, because then the opposite is true too. There's people who live in Manhattan and they never go out and they never do anything. Well, then why are they living in Manhattan? Why not just go live in Idaho? You know. <laughs> So awesome. Well, uh, thanks. Well, you know, I hope, you know, stick around here. We're going to be talking about a little bit of the news from the week. Please bring up anything uh, that this kind of uh, uh, struck you. Is there, is there any new news from the week that, uh, you know, in the tech and the, in the, uh, in every entertainment and everything that's kind of struck you right off the bat? Uh, no. So I just read today about a couple new albums of people that are coming out. I always try and do research like that every day mm-hmm. is I try and find out like, you know, what's the number one billboard hit? What's the, you know, what's going viral, like what music video is going viral on YouTube. And so, uh, today I was just, I was looking at all of the albums that are, that are coming out in the next year and some, you know, everyone from YouTube to no doubt to Michelle branch to, you know, all these 
big names are 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 coming out with albums these next couple months. So that was, I guess, the big, I guess, news entertainment thing that I was kind of tuned tuned into today. Here, here's something for you, and maybe you know, you have, as as a musician, you have a, a bit of opinion on this. I know uh, recently, I think we've discussed briefly on a show. I don't know if we got too into it, but Gorillaz uh, came out with an album on Christmas uh, done completely with iPad instruments. Uh, have you been looking mm-hmm. at any of that kind of stuff? You, you have any any thoughts on this this whole uh, uh, you know digital tablet you know iPhones i iPad uh, uh, musicians uh, going on out there right now? I think that the whole tablet thing is awesome. I, I I used to think that it was a little bit too overhyped, but now I'm starting to see it as kind of like you know I don't think that the touch is going to overtake. Um, like the actual like keyboards thing, but I think that from a, a musical instrument level of the interaction from the audience with their smartphones and the tablet and the, and living uh, you know in the cloud, uh, I think that it's like the coolest thing ever. And I love the gorillas for kind of like breaking down uh, kind of like that barrier and showing that the tablet can be like a real instrument and a real production house. But um, you know, like arranging something like that for an orchestra or something would be no different whether, whether it was produced on a, a tablet or on a laptop mm-hmm. or on a, a huge desktop. I mean, it's all the same product to me. So it doesn't really affect me so much, but I think that the concept of it is actually really, really cool. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, first I want to get into, uh, this is something we were talking about before the show too. I know Chachi's pretty excited about it, but there's a there's a Pac-Man reality show coming to TV. Yes! Well, there he is. Yes! Uh, Chachi, did you, did you read up on this? What? Yeah, uh, basically, it'll be a reality show where yes. people go go in mm-hmm. and they get dropped in a Pac-Man maze. That's all the details they've released right now, but honestly, that's all I need to hear. If some TV show wants to take me and drop me in a giant Pac-Man maze and have me run from ghost while chasing dots... I will. I'm. I'm there. I am there. Uh, the first thing we thought of was that scene from Club Club Dread. Yeah, Broken Lizards Club Dread. Um, and I thought it was a great idea there. Like, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know what's taken people so long to do something like this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it, it, it's it's somebody real. It's not. It's not some fly by night company. No. It's uh, according to this article here at OneUp.com. It's Merv Griffin. It's Merv Griffin. Uh, the show is envisioned as a big, crazy wipeout type event with a lot of energy, said Merv Griffin's president of TV, Roy Bank. Uh, the, the idea we we have is to take Pac-Man and bring it to life uh, to bring what is essentially the world's biggest game of tag to television. That's amazing. I'm in. That's amazing. Now, do do you guys remember, because you're big like G4 fans, do you remember <laughs> watching G4 and hearing about the guy who, who uh, 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 about the guy who made the perfect Pac-Man score? Like he beat Pac-Man perfectly. Yeah, and yeah, this is like, I think like that, a huge story. That was a big story, so, like five years ago or something, yeah. right? It was um, a huge, yeah. It was, I guess, it was maybe like eight years ago um, or so, but it was the big, it was the biggest story ever. Well, not and only, so I just did a search for him. His name's Bill. His name's Billy Mitchell. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. That guy, that guy, along with one other guy, keep battling back and forth for the high score <laughs> of Donkey <laughs> Kong, King of Kong. Yeah, the, the, the movie the, King are of you Kong. Serious? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they did a documentary on it. It's called The King of Kong. 
uh, I don't know and if it still is. It was on uh, Netflix streaming, if, if, if you had I that. believe it still is. Okay. Um, his side business, Billy Mitchell, because, you know, um, video games don't... Being the champion at a video game doesn't really pay that well. Um, he owns a uh, hot sauce slash barbecue sauce company in Florida. Um, <laughs> that uh, one of the pictures that I just found was him standing in front of like uh, like standing in front of hot sauce. Yeah, that, that's his make stuff. Sense of it. Um, but yeah, a bit, essentially in King of Kong, it's them, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, I, I want to try to bring it up. Okay, Go ahead. but um. It's based on two main characters, Billy Mitchell and his main competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it follows his competitor's uh, journey through challenging him for the high score, beating his high score, and then Billy Mitchell basically effing him and releasing a videotape of Billy Mitchell beating his old high score, therefore beating this guy's score. <laughs> So How it, the hell would that, you ever know this? These that, little. T- I watched the how, movie. Oh, we, yeah, we watched how it. We're aware of it. They actually played uh, in the past year on it's G4. Amazing. It's been on G4 recently. Um, here, here it is. Uh, the, the full title is. Name to know the hot sauce to know. <laughs> just to know the whole plot is just. Yeah, I know. I've watched it a couple of times. He probably watches it as much as he does Hacker. The, the entire title <laughs> is The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. But, um. Uh, an update to the movie, though, because I did research. <laughs> no, I was curious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard something recently about Billy, this. Billy Mitchell's competitor actually has the high score for Donkey Kong now. So Billy Mitchell wow. is no longer the king of Kong. I believe the challenger is Steve Weeb. Weeby. Weeby? Yeah, that's it. Steve. That's the best name ever I know, for his it's, position. It's called uh, W-E-I-B-E. And that's how it's spelled. It's like Weeb. W I E B E. Yeah. yeah, it's pronounced Weeby. Or Weeby. Weeby. It's unfortunate. Fantastic. Stevie Weeby. I mean, it, it's a really boring. Like, no, yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's, a, a boring, it's a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's a straight a, up documentary. It's a really boring documentary unless you're into classic arcade video games. That and if you want to stare at a mullet for an hour and a half, yeah. this is the place to be. Let's see, this was made. <laughs> This 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 video was released in uh, let's see if I come up here. It, was, it wasn't too long ago, and the mullet is still alive. Two thousand seven, oh. this was released. Yeah, he's full on mullet. Still has the mullet. It is perfectly cared for. Um, what's that website called? Galaxy Scores. I, I'm not. I don't know. But yeah, they get serious about this. There's like a whole there's like judging and everything. It's like Guinness. Actually, yeah. wasn't Guinness a part of it? Yeah, they were. Guinness World Records? It's uh, Twin Galaxies. You can go to the website at uh, www.twingalaxies.com, and they have complete, full-on list of who holds the high score in what game. Fantastic. I think that's that's uh, Weeby there on the, on the video for you guys on the video chat. Um, tremendous. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a piece of history. It's a piece of history. So... Um, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, phones were a big thing this week. A uh, little bit of everything. I don't know where do we want to start. Uh, we want to talk about uh, why we're not switching to Sprint or T-Mobile UK. Uh, yeah, we should we should talk about that because it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sprint is uh, 
they are i don't i don't know if they, they for a while they were like head of the game for rolling out 4g but i don't know if they're at this point everybody only has fictional 4g i don't even know if sprint has legitimate 4g mm-hmm. but uh basically what they've done is if you have a 3g phone and you uh renew your contract or get a new 3g phone you will be paying a ten dollar premium data charge for 3g basically you're getting penalized for not buying a 4g device wow Wow, that's one way to do it. But it, it brings them up the same as 4G now, right? In price. Because I think they were already... Yeah, yeah. It, it is exactly what you would pay if you were on 4G. So they're making it so everybody's paying the same thing, but it's just the premium data charge. Even though the data that you're getting isn't premium compared to 4G? Yeah. Wow. So how about... Yeah, yeah. And... They uh they hit it in a press release uh titled Smartphones Drive Wireless Data Explosion. It wasn't titled We're Shiesty Bastards Who Are Snaking Money from People Who Don't Want to Update Their Devices. Wait, so are you better off buying the four G device? Like I mean over so over two years maybe you'll spend an extra like that the four G device probably costs an extra hundred bucks than the three G device, so you're probably better off just buying the four G device, right? Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, the only way that like, this doesn't make sense... 10 bucks a month over sense, two years would cost 240 bucks. Yeah. The only way this doesn't make sense is if they start changing the data caps on 4G plans, which is what people kind of expect, um, because numbers also came out today saying that um, uh, video is currently 40% of mobile uh, broadband usage. Oh, jeez. Uh, and 4G is built to handle video. So they're going to be taking in a lot more video. So people kind of expect the caps on 4G to be a bit more strict than they are on 3G. And they're already a pain in the butt on 3G. See, I so have an unlimited case, cap on take. my iPhone because I was grandfathered from like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think I will ever, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to give up on it because if I had a, you know, 300 megabyte cap, I mean, what good's that? So, you know, you know, like the whole like net neutrality thing and, you know, everything that's happening, I, I kind of just want my unlimited data plan. Like that, like, you know, like, so for example, like this story right here, it was kind of, kind of stinks, oh, you know? Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's the, that's the problem we're seeing is like, we're, we're seeing the, the, the speeds increase, which is amazing, you know, uh, even if they are kind of lying about what the technology is, uh, in their marketing at least. Uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, what are those speeds worth? It's like, great, I can get my, my email so quick, but I can only download my email without hitting my, uh, my ceiling. So. While we're uh, while we're talking about phones, I, w- I wanted to bring something up that's been driving me nuts over the last day. So there's this thing floating around Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I just want a free uh, iPhone or iPad, and uh, it's no. a link and a worm. Yeah. And yeah. since I have several Twitter accounts on all of my devices, would you idiots please stop clicking the link? Because I'm tired of deleting. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to win a free iPhone or a free iPad. Knock Are it you off. sure? I'm, I'm sick of it. Are you sure? I'm positive. Trust but, me. But can they you? did. Why Seriously. can't I? Can we talk about I, Target? I, like, no kidding. I've gotten seven of them in the last day, and I just got one more. Um, I Come got... on. <laughs> so I got a new G2. I got, I got <laughs> the G2. 
He got the G2, the T-Mobile yeah. G2. Oh, yeah, you got the I felt the G2. It's it's pretty... I'm, I'm kind of waiting it. for that scissor switch. You know what? Your there. phone... It's, I did, it's not going to. I'm telling you. Me, give me your phone. Because I, I just realized I have this flip cam in my pocket. Because I'm like, oh, this phone... You could, ca- you could catch a small baby in the gap that that thing creates when you open it up. Yeah, I mean, okay. I well, could here, here, not. We, got, we got the good close camera here. <laughs> First of all, this phone, because I thought it felt kind of heavy. It feels the weight of a, of a flip cam. All right, but okay. I, I want my phone to have weight. That's fine. I get that. Now, this is the problem I, I saw with it. Let me hold this up to the camera here. See see how far up that goes? I, that little hinge there? I'm glad. Uh, that, that told me. It's a good thing he has the insurance plan on that because that, that's going to go. No, it's not. Yeah, I, I mean, you, man. I, 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 I pride myself on, on, you know, I've been an industrial designer for a little while and I, I build stuff for a living. I would never make anything like that because I mean, it's a failure point. I'm not discounting. I'm sure it's a tremendous phone, but I think that's just... Oh, the, yeah, I'm sure okay. it's a great that's phone, just, but design-wise, they okay. are Don't get your finger warranty. caught in there. <laughs> All right, I, yes, here. I, I will give that to you. It does have some design flaws. Mm-hmm. But like every electronic device, it has a design flaw. But that's a blatant design flaw is the issue. Yeah, that's one I'm surprised HTC would make. <laughs> and actually, in yeah. all honesty, at this point, I don't think that, number one... I'm going to be using that hinge a lot. You're converting to te- the te- touch anyways. Th- the modified keyboard on this yeah. blows. <laughs> wait, so, uh, wait, which model are, because I can't see the video, can I it's just a, do a search for it really quick? It's a T-Mobile G2. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's, it's the one they've been advertising <laughs> lately. I yeah, think. it's the, yeah. Um, so... The old keyboard on the G1 was, if I remember correctly, four row, five rows. Mm-hmm. It had its own line for the numbers, like a normal keypad does. And Well, on this one, they condensed it down to four. Um, there's less spacing, and the number line doesn't have its own line. It's shared with the top line of the keyboard, which means when I'm sending text messages to update someone on a score... I'm putting in QW because I keep forgetting to hit the alt button okay. to bring up the numbers. So really what they should have done with the G2 is ripped off the back of the scissor and just stuck with the touchscreen. Right. Okay. You're right. 100%. All right. Um, cool. I, I mean, other than that, uh, it, it's a great phone. It's nice and quick. Um, it does everything that the the iDevices do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the picture and I still... Okay, I think I get it. Okay, never mind. Okay, I see it now. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I didn't un- I didn't understand how it was, like, scissoring, like, how it was, like, opening, but... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's just the but, way, like... Yeah, it, yeah usually yeah. usually you get kind of a slide to the keyboard, like I think your G1 had. Uh, yeah, this thing actually... It, it feels almost like the old sidekicks, how they kind of flipped yeah. out. But it's like which was terrible. Which was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I you know, know for the first like two like week, you're like, look at this. You flipped it out. It was... Yeah, and then it broke because <laughs> I flipped it too much. Because all you do was 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 flipping it. <laughs> yeah, well, it was set, it was set up nicely. I I I have a thing for fancy flipping phones. Okay, I had a Nokia that had a button on the side of it that when you push the button, the phone flipped open. That's sweet. That's I cool. love that. It's like a, it's like a, a switchblade knife. It's right, nice. right. And I broke that because <laughs> you know. And you got to use too. Yeah. No, I bought that brand new. Oh, was it? the oh, Nokia shit. was brand new. Yeah. Wow. The Sidekick I bought 
upgrade. I bought the first one used, then I upgraded to a new one, and I broke both the hinges on this. You don't have a good track record with phones. Well, now I do because I stopped playing with the hin- with the hinges <laughs> on them. But you have a bad track record with phones that possess a design flaw. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like no no hinges on my devices. Yeah, no hinges. You know, I heard cool. about you know, you know you'll like this. I they were you know, I was listening to MacBreak today, and uh, they were t- they were talking about the lick test. How about there there is maybe a literal lick test in Apple computers. That's you 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 take a device, and if you were to lick it, is there a place for your tongue to get stuck on? I'm not running that test on my phone. Yeah, I think. Well, <laughs> well, then we're going to see you with your like tongue stuck in that hinge. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. That that, that I don't I don't know if they, that this was verified information or speculation or anything. But that you know you think about like the design of something like this or the, or the iPad or something. You well, could lick it. Well, you know why yeah. you know why they do that. Huh. They know that children are going to get their hands on these devices as he puts his iPhone in his mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm you... thinking I, I don't need to put my iPhone in, in my mouth because I wouldn't want to get saliva on it because I like it very much. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but yeah, that's like what they're doing. It's okay. Yeah. Mine's in a case. I don't. Mine has a raincoat. I can try really hard to get stuck. <laughs> I can try really hard to get something stuck in my iPhone. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. Still kind of. Take that for what you will. It <laughs> still kind of sounds dirty. <laughs> this entire conversation has just gone bad. Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, other 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 uh, groups that are uh, fantastic with their data plans. T-Mobile UK cuts fair use and allowances to 500 megabytes. LOL. Apparently for everybody. This is something they were supposed to implement, I think, next month, if I remember the article. Um, but yeah, across the board... For everybody, limiting you to 500 megabytes, and I think they were going to throttle you after after that. I I I I don't even know what to like. How did uh, I? It uh, it they broke reality. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> like he can't like, I, register what he just heard. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's uh, I just I mean like my iPhone. Okay, say so you have an iPhone. My average usage like maybe 1.7 gigs a month 1.7 gigs so that's over three times the limit mm-hmm. on t-mobile uk and i and like i they're just i i can't say anything <laughs> useful about it because it's so dumb I'm, I'm fairly certain they've reneged this uh based on the uh the the massive backlash that obviously uh something like this would have would have given them um but that's, yeah, that's it, tremendous. You know, you yeah. like to think that big companies like this, like there's actually somebody running the company, and then they do something <laughs> like this, and you realize that nobody's actually running the company. It's just a dartboard with options. <laughs> see what you this know. I, I think a lot Let's of companies are run does. like that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I think my my board of directors at work do that. Yeah. I, I think they have a giant dartboard. Well, there's and... that whole maybe I've read lots of books about like why is it like like steering a large company is like steering a massive freight liner, you know, or as you know, small company can make quick moves as they need, you know. So, uh, you, what was that? Let's see if this sh- if this shows up. I actually I would be done in terms of the data plan if this shows up for you. I'm not sure it will, but I sent 2.1 gigabytes and I receive 51 gigabytes a month. And that's just for the past twelve days. Is that no? That can't be a, a no. That, I think that's since you've had your phone. No. Yeah, that's that, that's in be, the settings, right? 
what are you that's yeah. unless you're like sending and receiving Linux ISOs, that's kind of impossible <laughs> to achieve. <laughs> So, I mean, there's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure where you, uh, for a sec, for a second I thought you had the fabled white uh, iPhone four. Um, no, oh, because <laughs> of like the screen. Now. Yeah, yeah. I saw, um, I saw the white. But no, I mean, I receive. A, but I mean, I'm receive. Like, I'm watching videos. I'm trying to listen to you know different like orchestra arrangements. I'm you know yeah, twittering, yeah. facebooking, and I'm I'm constantly trying to create content. Because the more content that I create, then, you know, then arguably the more, uh, you know, people fi find me. So I'm constantly trying to just do stuff. So I, I use so much data. It's, I mean, I mean, people even tell me that it's insane, but, you know. Well, listen, I don't use But I have much. the unlimited data plans like that. I mean, if I had these caps, mm -hmm. if I had three, mm -hmm. a 300 megabyte cap, I, I would go out of business probably. Uh, I just did I did just just did some quick math since you have a 3G uh I, I presume that's a 3GS. Yeah. Yeah, so I I I if I'm right I think that's like your your lifetime uh uh what you've downloaded to that phone. Uh it, it, and the breakdown of how long that's been out, you you're around 2 to 3 gigabytes a month. So you're you're up there and you're beating any of these guys caps. You know, Verizon Sprint is Sprint set 2 gigabytes or no they have an unlimited thing too, I think. They have an option they, or something. I don't know why I'm looking yeah, at Chachi. Uh, what is it? Well, I know Verizon's Unlimited is now, uh, is it, it's like two gigs or five gigs. I think it's five gigs is their Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm checking T-Mobile's so right now. Speaking of the sure. white iPhone, I don't know if you guys heard, but because we all really care a whole lot, uh, <laughs> next month, February, uh, Walmart's, uh, inventory system shows a white iPhone. Just yeah, saying. but we've seen this before. There's probably been a white iPhone on Amazon this whole time. But I guess it's actually I'd be the first time we've seen it in inventory, oddly enough. I'd be afraid to buy a white iPhone, not, I mean, if it weren't like a real retailer. Just because, you know, like when you buy things off, I think like the black market, it kind of gets really sketchy, especially for an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, and while we're on the topic of Apple, we may as well cover the big news, which wasn't in the in the delicious. I was kind of surprised. I kind of didn't want to. Uh, go ahead. I, I didn't want to get yeah. into it, but you know, there's actually. Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I have something to add to this. So uh, basically, the 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 cliff notes on the situation. Everybody made a big deal about Steve Jobs is taking another medical leave, um, and the he's taking a medical leave, and the chief uh, a medal leave, a leave made of metal. Uh, a medical leaf, leaf. I can't. Uh, sorry. Steve Jobs is hurt, is sick, and he's taking a leave from from Apple. Thank he asked you. the board of directors. Uh, uh, now, if you want more information on this, uh, uh, two angles. Uh, uh, today, uh, Tech News Today had a really good uh, uh, talk with Doctor Mom from their chat room yesterday on the Monday show uh, of this mm -hmm. week. Um, where they talked about uh, what pancreatic cancer I think everybody said that he has and, and that process and the speculations from the weight loss and everything as far as that goes so people understand what it could be and why he might be leaving. It's pure speculation, but just an understanding of the disease that you know he's been battling. Um, yeah. Now, today on, on MacBreak Weekly, uh, they were talking about the um, company ramifications of him leaving in general, not speculating on the health. Uh, so, yeah. and that's from people that know more 
uh, than us on either of those uh, topics, I think. Uh, well, so... I, I think the important thing to understand about it, because basic gist, uh, Steve Jobs is taking a, a medical leave. Tim Cook, chief operating officer, who's been doing all the earnings reports, he was the big reveal guy for Verizon. He will be uh, coming back to doing what he did in 2009 when Steve took medical leave. A lot of people freak out when this kind of thing happens because uh, even though Apple is such a gigantic company, one of the very unique things that they display is that they still have the absolute heart, soul, and dedication of Steve Jobs, and it shows in every product. But the important thing to remember is that when this happened in 2009, mm -hmm. Apple continued as a company. They still put out revolutionary products, and um, and things didn't really change. Yeah. And so that is absolutely reflected in the fact that so this announcement was made yesterday uh, that this was going to happen, and the stock price fell pretty severely. And then today, Tim Cook did the earnings call uh, where they uh, their their sales over the holiday season jumped by 78%, which is always a great number. Uh, they have uh, $26 billion in earnings, which overshot everybody's estimates, as it always does. And when uh, he was asked about tablets, he said, uh, you know what, not a big deal. So really, <laughs> Steve Jobs has taken a sick day, essentially, and nobody should care that much. But damn it, he's allowed to. Yeah, he's allowed. He's Damn allowed it! Take to. a take a minute to you know go 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 wander in some fields, Steve. Steve, just just take some time off. Get a get no. a breath of air. Go do some yoga. We'll go go go. Steve wants roses. to catch up on the IT crowd, and that's all there is <laughs> yes. to it. The new season's on Netflix. Right. He all he wants to do. <laughs> he's gonna take a week off. He's gonna watch all four seasons of the IT crowd, and then he's gonna drink some beers. He's not sick. He's taking a vacation. <laughs> He's gonna I, uh, you know, he actually never gets uh, to have to have time off too. I remember um, his last vacation. Uh, he was in, I think, it was a he was in Bermuda or something, and um, oh. and that and that was when he was in, or that was when the whole like antenna gate yeah. was going on. And yeah. So he actually had to cancel his vacation short. See, fly back, do the press release thing. Uh, mm -hmm. At the Apple uh, corporate, and then he had to fly back to his to his vacation. Then he, I mean, at that point, it was like it was done. Or I'm, something, I remember the big know? thing was he like kind of sounded surly on, on the calls and the and the press the, the the press thing and everything. So it was like that 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 feeling of you guys got me out of Bermuda, Bermuda. For this. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I mean, exactly. it's like the iPhone four just launched, so you know that's crunch time for him and, and preparation and everything, and then. And then it's like, okay, I got this, you know, great break. This is my blow off time. It's like, it's like that, that, that work up until Christmas we all get every year to find out Christmas totally. got canceled. Okay. Uh, his Christmas was canceled. And, you know, I mean, he, had, I mean, he had just got done working, you know, 18 hour days for six months, launches the product. And yeah. then he goes on vacation. I mean, and everyone I mean goes, you can't go on vacation. Yeah. This is broke. You you have to get back on a plane and be here to save our company. <laughs> because the antenna is in the wrong spot and you knew it. Everybody's holding it wrong and you gotta show them how to do no, it. No, no. Everyone's no. holding it like they hold a phone. Oh, let's not get into <laughs> you this. You forgot to make a phone. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. How do you hold your phone, Chachi? I don't like fit this. my like this? phone, Chachi. Like that? I, You're I, good? I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but this is how I hold my phone. In order for it to work, you have to hold it like this. That? Hold on. Oh. Oh. I can't okay. see him. 
Do you do you talk on the phone like this? Do you do, you do this Actually, with a closed I fist? Because that's how you have to do it to get it to drop signal. I honestly, this is how I use the phone. Listen, I you know when I was growing up, so it's I, not really it. no. Listen, when I when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends that didn't take care of their Nintendos. Okay, oh, like you you okay. you know, they, they they hold the controllers too tight. They're pressing down the buttons harder. Things yeah. that make Mario jump higher, and then you get <laughs> yeah. it, and you just feels like it's gonna fall apart in your hands. Those are the people with these iPhones <laughs> that are having these problems. Okay, yeah. and 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 then the real problem was to wrap the whole thing up. It had nothing to do with how you held it because it was just detuning an antenna <laughs> that was misprogrammed and misrepresenting your signal. So the people who were losing reception didn't have any reception to begin with, but the bars on their phone led them to believe that they did. And that's how we all learn about attenuation. There Thank you go. You. Uh, Walt, See, I, I'm right. <laughs> Steve no. Jobs needs no. a vacation. Oh, yeah, he, he, yes, he needs a vacation. Yeah, this, I think we can all agree that's on what he's doing. Let the guy go. Stockholders, leave him the hell alone and just yeah. go with it. You're going to get your iPhone 5s yeah. and, and, and iPad 2s, and it's going to be grand. Okay? This is, this is just, my prediction. Just don't worry, they're going to screw it up. Okay? Because come on, they have years of. This is my prediction. What's that? Steve Jobs refilled the kegerator and moved it into his theater right next to his recliner. And that's where he's going to be for seven days. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that point, I think that's a good place to wrap it here. <laughs> Tremendous. All right, uh, Walt, uh, thank you very much for joining us this week. I, I hope you had some fun. Oh, dude, you know, this is cool. <laughs> Sorry that I got to go, though. No, no problem. No problem. We got to wrap the show, get to the to the next show anyways. It's fine. Uh, for Orchestra.com, anything else coming up you got, you want to you wanna put out to the people? Uh, I'm coming out with uh, with Slayer rain, uh, Raining Blood <laughs> tomorrow, which is going to be awesome. Wow. That's, uh, that's tremendous. So you got to be kidding cool. me. Then I'm doing more like auto-tune the news stuff I'm doing. Uh, and we've got a couple performances coming up. So, I mean, I, I guess... I guess that's the big story is that, I, is that, is that I'm watching Slayer uh, tomorrow, so that's going to be pretty No, wait, cool. what are you doing with Auto-Tune the News? Uh, well, so I'm going to arrange some of their, um, you know, arrangements. Oh, I'm going to arrange some of their music for an orchestra. So, you know, imagine, um, you know, I'm climbing in your window, I'm snacking your people <laughs> up, arranged for an orchestra. I think that'd be... <laughs> I think it's wow. going to be awesome. kind of cool. That's awesome. Thank you very so. much, Walt Barrero, Barrero, uh for Orchestra.com. And it will, hey, you can come back anytime, man. Oh, cool, man. You know, And uh, one thing that I just want to say is uh, with the URL, it's actually F-O-R Orchestra because we arrange pop songs for Orchestra. So that's kind of like how I came up with, with, you know, with, the, with the name. But, um, yeah, dude, you know, that, you know, thanks a ton. I would love to come, you know, back on and talk more about uh, – you know how I, I use tons of data. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you your your phone is blown up by then. You know what? Though? He has. It, it's been a pleasure sitting here discussing this stuff with him, because he did not hesitate to just jump right in. Yeah. Like uh, Walt, you you seriously you hopped right into the conversations where a lot of the guests they they kind of hang back and they're a little afraid to join in and be ridiculous little, little with timid. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it's about here. So it, it's that'd been be a pleasure. Jump on Chachi. Oh, cool. Right. Thanks, man. No, I would, I, I wanted to jump in more, but I didn't want to take away from your content. No, I, I no, problem, no problem. I would have talked, 
I would have talked for the entire hour. Maybe I should host the show next time. <laughs> I mean, we'll do a special edition. <laughs> Just so. yeah. All right, man. We'll let All you right. go. I know you got to get out of here. All right, guys. I'll see you around. All right. Thanks a lot, man. All right. All right. And, and Shachi uh, of ShachiSays.net, you have you have an announcement coming up this week. that we'll, Yes. You, um, where can they go to find the announcement and about whereabouts and whenabouts are they going to um, expect it? Um, or is that up to me? No, no uh, there's, there's going to be a new website, um, a temporary website for this thing alone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hopefully permanent. Hopefully we get to do it a second time. But Yeah, it will, I'm not... I, I, we're just going to leave it at this time Survive right now. the first one. Yeah, I wanna, just like PodCamp. Let's just yes, get past this one. I, I want to get past this, this first step. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, a huge announcement. It should be Wednesday, Thursday-ish. Wednesday or Thursday-ish. Yeah, I think we're um, moving your show to Thursday officially. Yeah, we're we're moving. We're moving. First off, we're gonna move. Chachi says the vidcast permanently to later in the week. Yeah. Um. So that it, it's better that way instead of on Mondays. Yeah. Um, oh well, we're rearranging a few things for the editing schedules and everything, yeah. and that was just one of the things. So. Um, and as far as the announcement goes, uh, just get your wallets ready. <laughs> um, well, that's one way to put it. Uh, <laughs> well, you're gonna want to anyhow. Okay, yeah, but, exactly, um, exactly. But yeah, but um, go basically if they if they they're following you, you're gonna be blasting out every venue. Right. As Check out chachisays.net at chachisays. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I'm able to make a a public announcement, you will hear about it in every medium possible. It'll be everywhere if you follow me on anything. <laughs> you won't be able to escape it if we have our way in the next right. month. So, so you're probably going to be sick of me for the next five weeks, but I'm sorry. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm not. It's all right. It's for the kids. Yeah. And Rob, what's going on with you, man? Hi, Rob. Uh, hi, Chachi. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's see. Uh, well, Thursday I mean, this well, Thursday is my last day of my current job. Yes, yes. You gonna see how many up. more terrorists you can bag before then? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're gonna find a couple members anonymous uh, uh, on the janitorial crew before you're done. Uh, no, I think I think I've made enough of an impression. Um, <laughs> so I'll leave that. But I think the creator uh, takes word is. De La Creta takes the law into his own hands. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think uh, I'm going to be doing some traveling <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Ooh. Because uh, as with, uh, I, I may have mentioned uh, on, on last week's show, uh, as with my new job, I'm expected to do some traveling. And my boss wants to get me uh, on the road ASAP because the show that I just helped out with went really, really well. So I might be going to Vegas in, in a few weeks. Ooh, nah, yeah, we'll, we'll adjust, uh, of course, for your schedule and everything. Um, but does that mean, uh, hopefully, if it works wait. out, will we have, uh, we'll have you coming from exotic locations across the nation? It would seem that way. As long as I'm available, that might uh, that might be a thing. Question. Fantastic. Question. Yeah. Uh, so if you go to Vegas... Are you allowed to yes. broadcast from Vegas? Oh yeah. Well, everybody just did for CES, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, well, because if we could get FaceTime to work, I could do some crazy stuff. Ooh. Well, because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So unless you broadcast it on the it, internet. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> if you broadcast it on the internet, then that pretty Dems, much negates that rule. Dems the rules. You're breaking the rule. I'm as, pretty as you sure know, there are no cameras in Vegas. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you'll get kicked out of Vegas. Nowhere. 
Yes, they strip them from you on at the border. Just like just like a strip club. Yes, <laughs> they take a lot your battery. Going on in Vegas, that's all I'm saying. A lot of stripping. <laughs> they take your battery. Um, that's funny. As yeah. Wow. So uh, so so I'll be doing some traveling and maybe some um, some some video casting some from uh, faraway places That'll in the future. That'll be awesome. He's traveling. Yeah. I'll miss you, but that'll still be awesome. Yes, yeah. His shirt says, please come back, Rob. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, I'm over at Sorgatron.com. Check out, we just redesigned SorgatronMedia.com of a sort. Um, Red, we found a really cool theme and started working with that. Thanks a lot, Chachi. I did I put it up like Sunday night. It's a work in progress. Uh, the Justin TV seems to be working tremendously. We're our third week into it. Uh, so please join us live, awesomecast.com, live.sorgatronmedia.com if you want to join us there. Uh, nice, easy to remember, I hope, uh, URL. Uh, and we're here 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, on, on Tuesday nights, usually. And Tuesday. Yeah, so we have a schedule. So right. if we change stuff, or if we have guests coming up that we know in advance, we'll put them on the schedule, uh, over there at sorgatronmedia.com. We're working to consolidate all that stuff together, all these, all these shows and everything to one website. Um, if you got anything, you know, any suggestions or anything you like or don't like, please let us know. One place you can let us know is, uh, contact at awesomecast.com where you can chime in on anything about the show, uh, or over at 724-25-ACAST. That's 724-252-2278. And, uh, ACAST. ACAST. Almost, yeah. I know. I almost want to say something else, but yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's close. <laughs> you're such an A cast. You're such an A cast. So <laughs> that, that's what you call a bad podcast. We like I, you're I an A cast. I didn't swear today. You didn't swear today. Thank no. you very much. We just made lewd gestures a little bit. And that's right. fine. That's we talk fine. about yeah. Target really quick. Oh, I forgot all about it. Okay, so slip this one under the radar. You had a little bit of experience with this, yeah, and, but then um, we got to get out of here. Okay. So dealsplus.us yeah. is this thing I follow on Twitter. Mm. They post all these amazing sales and stuff all over the internet. Uh, on Sunday, was it Sunday? Yeah, yeah, it was Sunday. I was in the grocery store. On Sunday, they posted a link to a $40 uh, 60 gigabyte PS3 from Target. And in parentheses behind it, it said mistake. So... Right. I instantly ran to my computer. My computer, because we're used to like you know Zappos is in the news last year for uh, they messed everything up, and I think nothing. What, what do you remember this, Rob? Because I know you're a big Zappos user. Like everything got set to like twenty dollars or something, and yeah. they lost like millions on sales and everything. And they, but they still honored all the sales that were made uh, during the website era. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the uh, wasn't the Target PS3 things sold through Amazon though? No, it was on no, Target.com. It was on it Target's a... website. Mm -hmm. oh, so, so I rushed to my computer because at 40 bucks, I'm not going to turn down a 60 gig PS3. Right. My, my whole intention was to get it shipped to me and then sell it. Because mm -hmm. I have no, no interest in owning a PS3. Me, my Xbox just recently red ring, so I was fully interested in getting something to replace my Netflix and DVD player. So I ordered the PS3. Uh, Mad Mike pointed out that he thought it was for just a controller, mm -hmm. which made me question it. So I contacted uh, Target's customer support mm -hmm. and was basically berated for 15 minutes straight saying from the, the guy saying that there is no way in hell they were honoring that deal and that it was my fault for thinking 
that I was getting a PS3 for 40 bucks. Now, the, the part that I find funny is once you clicked on the link and went to Target's website to this ad, they had a picture of a PS3. The headline said PlayStation 3. Computer. The reviews. Yeah. The reviews were for a PlayStation right. 3. Five it, of them. I they think. said uh, PlayStation 3 Computer Entertainment Center six, or System 60 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. So everything on the page was for a PS3 except for one minor detail. If you went down into the details of the, the, the item, it said under uh, description, it said controller. Wow. There was a there is a description of a, a uh I believe it was a PlayStation kind of, Move uh double grip controller. Right. That's and what that's they, the only place you saw any indication. There was a paragraph on it, but come on. Right. You know, it it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck, but there happens to be a pig inside. You better still give me a duck. Right. That makes absolutely no sense. I was working off the top of my that's head. That's fine. So the, the um the, the reason that I asked if it was on Amazon, because the story that made national news was the Amazon.com sold by Target for $39.99. Because on Amazon.com, it is the console. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it has, uh, there was some like hilarious figures next to it, like that sales of it had jumped by 78,000%. Oh, maybe, sure. maybe because... they were, you know what it is? I bet, cause, uh, actually the checkout was through Amazon. Was it for you? Yeah, it was yeah. for me. So I'm wondering, cause a yeah, lot of times, a lot of times you go on there and you'll find an item and it'll say sold by so and so and so and so, like in the list, like other stores and retailers. Uh, like you yeah. can look up wrestling figures and it goes to, uh, uh, what was that one that we used to affiliate with? Uh, like wrestle, uh, highspots.com or something or wrestlingfigures.com. So it takes it completely out of the site. Uh, but if you ordered that through Amazon, Amazon's going to make sure you get honored. So, well, uh, actually not, because no? Amazon uses um, Mechanical Turk for data entry. So okay. they have clauses that basically say if there's any issues with information, they will not honor a price mistake. All right, but if it was, okay, but if it was something by Amazon, we'll presume if it was on Amazon and they made a mistake, you'd probably be getting a $40 PS3. Yeah, well, you might, you, they won't, I don't think they've ever fully honored a price mistake. They have a habit of giving out gift cards, though. Yeah. Like, they would refund you all your money and give you a $10 gift card. That's the most you'll get out of Amazon. They're, pr they're pretty strict on that. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't yeah. even bother letting the, uh, the sale go through. Mm -hmm. After my conversation with customer service, I was so pissed. I, w I was so upset with the customer service rep at that mm -hmm. point that I want nothing to do with anything targets oh, affiliate. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awful. Like it it was I was so I was so angry. That that <laughs> that's that's horrible. That that is just the horrible customer service. It's it's it makes the whole company look bad. Right. When you deal so, with one person like yeah, that. Screw you them. Know? Yeah. Screw them. I mean it's like it's like my my ordeals with Verizon. Tremendous service as long as you don't have a problem. Because, you know, oh, oh, here's a, a Verizon Fios. I just downgraded a lot of stuff, got the lowest TV package, I lowered the Fios a little bit, saved myself money, killed my landline, and I found out HBO was added to my account for a full twenty two ninety nine a month. Wow. That nobody told me about until I was flipped through and was like, oh, look at this, I have HBO. Mad Mike was in uh, from Wrestling Mayhem show visiting, he was flipping through, found a movie on HBO. I'm like, oh, it must be a free weekend. It was like Monday night. 
dude, I looked on my account, had HBO, $22.99, not even a promotion, not even, hey, we'll just give this to you for free, and you won't find out about it until for, for three months when you finally get a bill for it. Nope. So, uh, yeah, not happy with Verizon. Make sure you get everything and confirm it in writing if you go through Verizon. Love their Fios. Their yeah. MiFi with the iPad's pretty cool, you know? Maybe yeah. you guys will have yeah. some fun with the iPhone over there, you know, the Verizon phone. The Verizon. Um, the phone. That so. sounds sturdy. All right, let's I know, start. right? All right, well, we're out of here. We got to talk about wrestling. Thank you very much. I'm Sorg. That's Rob. Chachi's on the couch. Bert's been looking at you the whole time, and you're our awesome audience. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Walter Barrow, for being on. Peace out. Imagination, there's the Antichrist. I'm starting right now. This is the anti Omega Nation, right here, okay? Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com. Com.